0: We do not claim any rights to any audio clips taken from other media used in our podcast.
1: These belong to the studios and creators that made the characters and stories portrayed in the clip. And we have only used these clips for entertainment and reference purposes.
0: All right, so I just want to remind everybody we have that theme song contest going on. Contest. There are some secret prizes that you are not telling you guys about yet. Mm Mm-hmm. Some cool merch. Really fun stuff that we're creating for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Send in your 10 to 30 second submissions to be our new theme song, potentially. Yes. Send it to backtothepeachpit at gmail.com. The number two, not the
1: word two. There you go. Can't wait to hear them all. Can't wait to hear it. Uh. Uh, I'm still tired. I want to go back to bed. Hey there, everyone. This is Rebecca. I'm the mom. And I'm her daughter, Hannibal. You ready for take two? Yeah, ready for take two.
0: (laughs) So, as we mentioned a couple weeks ago, we already recorded episode 23. But it didn't save. Yeah, I went to edit it and it disappeared. It's gone. Wasn't there at all. Had like a few seconds. That's it.
1: Yeah. Love talking through a whole episode and getting like an hour and a half of recording on and... Not having any of it saved.
0: <laughs> and life went crazy and we were going to re-record episode 23 that night. Eh. And then we were both so tired after a very long day. We looked at each other and we're like, no. Nah. Just no. Just nah. So here we are now, Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Finally actually re-recording <laughs> Actually episode
1: getting episode 23 done.
0: Yes. It's about time. So if we're talking through this and we're re- realizing that, huh, that's weird. You don't sound as into it as you always do. That's because we've already talked about cardio funk, but we want to share our thoughts with you guys. So yes. it, it might be shorter than usual. It might be longer than usual. I have no idea. Who knows with us? It could go either way. <laughs> really could. We will try our best to stay on topic, guys. And we're sorry now if we don't.
1: You know us at this point. We tend to go on tangents. We literally
0: just sat here for an hour and a half watching TikTok videos. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> We have issues.
1: I wouldn't call them issues. I would call them quirks.
0: Well, okay. So, guys, (laughs) here's the thing. Hannibal doesn't actually watch TikTok videos because she doesn't trust herself to not get sucked into TikTok world. No, I'll spend too many hours. Which is why I have to show her some when she's here because she doesn't watch them. And so I have my top four favorite TikTokers that we were watching through some other stuff. (sighs) And here we are, it's now 12.30. You've been here since a little bit before 11. Yep. Just about an hour and a half. This is why you don't have TikTok. Anymore.
1: This is why I don't have TikTok. Because this
0: is why I waited forever to have TikTok.
1: Yeah, and why you originally signed up and got TikTok and then said, I'm, I'm just only gonna... watching The Chosen. She tells me, I'm only, I'm just going to watch The Chosen page and I followed the guy who plays Judas. That is it. I'm not going to follow anybody else because I know I'll just get sucked in. Three weeks later, she's sending me... Oh, longer than three weeks. Three weeks later, and she was sending me (laughs) TikTok after TikTok. Like, look at this funny one. Look at this one. I found this teacher on TikTok. I would
0: like to state for the record, she is slightly exaggerating that I followed The Chosen's page back in, like, March. Here we are in... What month are we in?
1: November. November.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, boy. That's the kind of Saturday morning we're having. Yeah. So here we are in November. I didn't start sending you people's TikTok videos until like September. That's fair. So but how long ago did back you start off punk?
1: But how long ago did you start subscribing to and following other TikTokers? Like two weeks before I started sending them to you. Oh. Uh.
0: Alright, so today we are talking about season two, episode 23 of Beverly Hills 90210 Cardio Funk. Writers Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein.
1: Hannibal, can I have the the back-to-the-peach-pit description, please? Absolutely. Brenda and Dylan are fighting temptations this week in their relationship when they begin towing the fine line between socializing with and helping someone of the opposite sex and flirting with them. While the couple fights the urge to stray, Jim convinces Nat to get a karaoke machine in the peach pit. So the episode starts off at the Peach Pit.
0: They are unloading boxes and Jim is really excited about whatever is in them.
1: At this point, we don't find out what's in them quite yet. We just know Jim is very excited about it. Then it
0: switches over to exercise class. And Hannah, I know you had some really funny things to say about their outfits. Oh my gosh. You got to tell people what you were thinking.
1: So it's very like very 90s looking (laughs) when they first show the exercise class. Because there are, like, leotards going over top of leggings, and I think I, like, there were a lot of men in short shorts. Oh, yeah. Which was strange to me. And it was just a lot of weird colors and patterns, which I do love Yeah, neon colors and bright patterns, but... It was, it was just, like, suddenly all at once, it was like, oh, yeah, this takes place in the 90s. <laughs> There's nothing
0: about that scene that doesn't scream 90s.
1: Yeah. And, like... They're doing weird exercise of just, like, jogging and swinging their arms back and forth. Um, it's called Jazzercise. Here, they called it Cardio Funk. I think
0: they called it Cardio Funk because Jazzercise was actually, like, a branded name.
1: Oh. It was like,
0: it's like P90X. Okay. If somebody says, oh, yeah, I do P90X, you're specifically talking about P90X. The P90X DVDs. Exactly. Jazzercise was kind of similar in that they had their own, this is Jazzercise. Gotcha. This was a, an off-brand version of that that they called Cardio Funk.
1: Yeah, the outfits definitely kind of got me a little bit because they also didn't look like outfits I would want to work out in.
0: Yeah, we were weird in the 90s, dude. <laughs> <Deal> <laughs> like, we're it. not weird now. Yeah. But Kelly and Brenda are talking to this guy that they're working out with their Tim. And he is, like, seriously flirting with Brenda.
1: Hmm she's kind of flirting back at this point still. Yeah, I was not sure how I felt about that yeah. initially.
0: So then over the AA meeting, so we're kind of getting a starting off. These are the main things that are going on. The peach Pit stuff, the exercise class, the AA meeting. So at the AA meeting, Dylan is there. He's sitting with his sponsor and this girl walks up on stage to the microphone.
2: Hi, my name is Sarah and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, I've been sober for 50 days now. Unfortunately, they've been spread out over the last four years. I wasn't that comfortable with myself. So drinking helped me fit in. I know this girl. You sure? I think she's the first time. And about a year ago, I thought I hit rock bottom. I got really wasted one time I went surfing and nearly drowned. Some kids fished me out and took me to the hospital just in time. My friends are the ones who fished her out of the ocean. Then I met this guy and we moved in together and we drank together. About a couple weeks ago, he beat me up pretty bad
0: and that's how I got here. So before we talk about who that was in that clip, I Mm -hmm. want to mention something about the sponsor. So Dylan's sponsor is the drummer for The Doors. And I got to tell you guys, when I first told Hannah this, when we first recorded this, (laughs) before we, she was like, I wish I could have had your reaction. It was so great.
1: I was so excited because I love cameos like that. And we haven't had a good fun fact in a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was a good one. He's also a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ooh. John Densmore is his name. Okay. It's very, like, look him up on IMDb, guys. This John Densmore, D-E-N-S-M-O-R-E. Cool. He's got a very extensive... um, IMDb? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's pretty interesting.
1: Anywho, so now the girl in the clip. I recognized her. I want to say I heard her voice... Way back when you first showed me the teaser clip, and I heard her voice and I recognized her. So obviously when she came up to the mic, I was I was confirming, oh, this is who I think it is. Yeah. It's the girl from the green room. Yep. All the way back to season one, episode two, when we first met Dylan, and they brought her character back. And I really loved that they did that.
0: Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I will say, though, this is her last episode in the series.
1: Yes. So, Which I think is okay yeah. for a side character like that. You know, we wondered what happened to her, and now we find out what happened to her. Yeah.
0: So back at cardio class, Tim Matthews is, like, completely openly flirting with
2: Brenda.
1: With Kelly right there.
2: Yep. Hi, I'm Tim Matthews. Brenda Loss. Let me guess. Actress? Dancer? Star Search spokesmodel? No, I go to West Beverly. Oh, no kidding. I went to Beverly. I'm at uh, UCLA now, pre-med. Oh, it's nice meeting you. This is my friend Kelly. Hello, friend Kelly. Hi. So, uh, listen, just about the last thing I want to do right now is go back to the dorm and study organic chemistry. So I was wondering, maybe you'd like to go get a bite to eat or something? uh, sorry, but Kelly's my ride. I have to go. Well, I could take you home. I don't think so. Okay. Well, maybe I can call you sometime. Well... (laughs) Come on. You do have a phone. Yes. So? So, I also have a boyfriend. Oh, gee, and I only have a two-seater. He's going to have to stay home. Brenda, we really have to go. Well, then I'll see you back here Sunday night then. Sunday night? Sure, see you then. Brenda, I thought we were only coming to this class on Fridays when Dylan's at his AA meeting in Malibu. Well, I was saying you might need a little bit more exercise. Oh, I see. What's the matter? (laughs) I can't believe you. What? You were totally coming on to him. I was not, I was being sociable. I don't think that Tim was able to make that subtle distinction. Look, Kelly, it's not like I gave him my phone number or anything. And Besides, I told him that I had a boyfriend only because I was standing there. Kelly, I'm here to exercise. Nothing
1: oh, more. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. So, the first time that we watched this and then the first time we recorded this, I was very mad. At Brenda.
0: She was big time mad, guys. Like, I had to talk her down from the crazy wall when we were recording
1: because she was mad. Because, to me, I see this interaction as, okay, she said she has a boyfriend. Yes, she took a while to get there. Took her sweet time telling this (laughs) dude who's flirting with her that she has a boyfriend. But then when she does say that, to me, the courteous thing to do would be to respect that relationship and go, okay, wanted to pay you a compliment. You say I'm flattered and then you move on. But Tim keeps going on and his comment about the two-seater is actually very funny. It really is. It really is. (laughs) Like, oh, and I only have a two-seater. Like, that's pretty good. But that's where it should have ended to me. Yeah. And I think that would have been the more respectful thing to do. Though... Brenda wasn't exactly showing that she was very close with this boyfriend by her flirting. Exactly. When
0: you're reading the cues of the situation and you're sitting here flirting with somebody who seems to be flirting back and then they only say towards the very end because their friend is basically like, um, excuse me, dude, I have a boyfriend. It's understandable for Tim to be like, yeah, this isn't a real thing. Right. This is just some high school kid she's dating. I can still move in. There's still wiggle room. Exactly. You know, like, I've, I've heard the phrase before, you know, I think this was actually from the office. Hmm. Engaged ain't married. Yeah. And up until you say I
1: do...
2: somebody else could
1: still come in and catch your attention away exactly and some people really do date like that and they they see it as until there is a ring on that finger Mm -hmm. it's fine yep and it I I get why
0: a lot of people think that Mm -hmm. because they do treat dating like oh I'm trying on a new pair of
1: shoes today yes and I like that Kelly acknowledges that it is a very subtle line sometimes between socializing with somebody because I've had that where you go somewhere regularly Mm -hmm. and you interact with a person and you end up developing in jokes with the regular at you know the grocery store you always go to things like that
0: okay that's not as funny considering you met your husband at the grocery store you always go to
1: fair enough (laughs) (laughs) but I do think that it is good to when you're in a relationship figure out for you and for your partner Where is that line where it stops being just sociable and where it starts being flirting and where you're uncomfortable with it as a couple? Because if you don't know that before you start going out and doing stuff, you're going to end up in a trick like what Brenda's doing where she thinks she's just socializing but it's taken as flirting and even she doesn't seem to know where that line is. She doesn't recognize that she is flirting and she is flirting. She is very much so. For sure.
0: So back over at the AA meeting, Dylan is there talking to Sarah after the meeting and she's asking about Brandon and Brenda.
2: So you ever see that guy, um Brandon? Yeah, yeah, um, all the time, you know, at school and then some. How's he doing? Oh, he's good. Uh never really got into surfing though. I mean, you can take the boy out of Minnesota, but you can't take the Minnesota out of the boy. He saved my life, him and his sister. um... Brenda. Yeah, Brenda. They should have just let me drown. It's not their style. Hmm. What is the one thing that
1: Dylan does not mention? He does not mention that he's dating Brenda. This was the perfect opportunity, Dylan. She was asking about them. Yep. She was brought up in conversation by name, and he was mentioning that he sees Brandon all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. But then when asking about Brenda, suddenly he goes, I'm not uh going to...
0: Yeah, I know her too. Not like, oh yeah, she's my girlfriend. That would have been the reasonable response. Three
1: words. That's it. Yep. You just... Oh, like, she's my girlfriend. That's it. Slip
0: that into there. Super easy. So we see very, very quickly on in this episode that they are hitting the rough patch of their relationship. A little
1: bit. Which... Honestly, I kind of saw it coming for a while. They've been in a very settled point for a couple of teenagers prone to dramatics. Mm
0: -hmm. And as teenagers, when you get to that settled point of a relationship, it's really natural and easy to be like... I'm bored. I'm bored. This, I gotta This look somewhere else for interesting because this isn't as interesting as it once was. That's
1: why most of the time teenagers don't end up with their forever person. Yeah. It's it's rare. It happens, but it's rare. That's why it's so special to hear about high school sweethearts mm-hmm. because most of the time you get bored after a while and you move on to someone else. Yep. yep. So we're going to see how Brenda and Dylan handle reaching that point of, is this boredom or are we just settled in our relationship? Yep. So right after this clip
0: ends, he invites Sarah to go surfing with him in the morning. Because as he was trying to tell her, it's a good way to not drink. It's a good way to distract yourself and do other things when you have those urges.
1: And genuinely, I think he does see her needing somebody in her life that isn't going to be encouraging her to drink. Yeah. And she's just gotten out of a rough relationship and stuff and she doesn't really have anybody. So I think he was just trying to do something kind.
0: I do think he he started off trying to do that for sure. Started off. So then over the Peach Pit, <laughs> Nat and Brandon are there, and they're setting up a karaoke system. That's what was in those boxes at the beginning. Oh, it's a karaoke machine. It's a karaoke machine. Oh, my goodness. I'm pretty sure it's only in this one episode.
1: Yeah, it's I only. Think. I think it's only in I this one. I don't think it
0: comes back in future seasons. I kind of hope not. <laughs> it's a bit crazy. But Dylan shows up and to tell Brandon that he saw, quote-unquote, Surf Betty. Sarah. Right. Now... It does matter the fact that he shows up at the peach pit just to tell Brandon this. Just to tell Brandon that he saw her. That's it. It's the only reason he shows up. That's it. So over the Walshes now, Dylan is is late to see Brenda, and but then he comes in and he shows her his ninety day sobriety token. Yeah. So probably like around Thanksgiving time. It sounds like they didn't. Was there a Thanksgiving episode? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. A lot of shows don't do that.
1: No, it's not super common to do Thanksgiving episodes, other than, like, a handful of sitcoms that make a point to do a Thanksgiving Friends episode. Friends was big
0: about the Thanksgiving episodes. New
1: Girl was really big about that. They were. They were. Mm-hmm. Remember the turkey in the dryer? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you just had to bring up the turkey in the dryer. I love New Girl, guys. <laughs>
0: if you hear a strange sound in the background, my dog decided to go out the doggy door and it's not quiet. It's not a quiet doggy door. And she's not quiet. <laughs> she's a big fat. So who has to
1: pull herself
0: through the oh doggy door? Oh my gosh! Pull, push, force, force herself, force herself through the doggy door. Yes, that one. <laughs> she's she's kind of fat. She's lost some weight since we got the door mm, because she's having to do a tiny bit of effort more often <laughs> than just lying around sleeping like yeah. the lazy miniature dachshund over there. Yeah. Anywho, (laughs) this is a hot mess. But then Dylan asks her to come to a meeting with him Sunday night. I think this was, at this point in the show, watching it, I was like, I think this is the first time he's ever actually asked her. We learn later on it is, but it definitely gave us that vibe.
1: Yes, and she's very excited and very receptive to wanting to go Mm -hmm. to one of his AA meetings.
0: She didn't even think twice about the fact that she'd already said she was going to go to cardio funk class again on Sunday night. Yes. But now she's just like, no, I'm going with you, Dylan. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that was encouraging about the relationship. That
1: Her priority is still Dylan.
0: Absolutely. And she didn't even have that like, oh, I already made plans. Let me change them. It was just like, yes, I'll be
1: there. Absolutely. Like for one second, she kind of was like Sunday. And then, oh, yeah, I'll be there. It yeah. was like that initial thought of, did I have something going on? It's not as important as this.
0: So that was nice to see. So the next morning at the beach, Sarah and Dylan are surfing, and they're sitting on the beach talking about their past selves when they used to drink on the beach.
1: So back over to the Walsh's, Jim is a little more than a little excited. He's very excited about the karaoke machine, and Cindy Aww. seems less than thrilled.
0: Poor Cindy. She just has this idea of, you can see it's like, the idea of Jim singing in front of people, she's just like,
1: oh, my goodness.
0: She looks exasperated with him already, and it's the beginning.
1: its They haven't even actually gotten to the karaoke yeah. machine yet.
0: Then the phone rings, and this was the point that was last week's teaser. Yes. And that was when it starts off, the teaser starts off with she's on the phone, some guy named Tim is calling her, and everybody's like, who's she talking to? Who is who's she talking Tim to? Tim Matthews? Now, the end of the clip kind of transitions over to the beach, and Sarah and Dylan are talking. Yes. And it's a little... We should just listen to that all over again. Yes, because it's been a while. It has (laughs) been. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Been a bit. Been a bit.
2: Tim. Hi. Sure, it's okay. No, no, you did not make a fool out of yourself last night. (laughs) Who is Tim Matthews? I don't know. Oh, I can't. I have other plans. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Sounds like she likes him. Alright, well, thanks for calling. You're very sweet. Bye. What are you staring at? Nothing. Nothing at all. Thanks again, Dylan, for getting me out here. This is fun. Oh, anytime. Listen, I was wondering, you you feel like going to movies tonight or something? I can't. I made plans already. Oh no, sweat. I'll find something to do. Just not that easy being
1: by myself, mister, you know. Yeah. I remember when I first heard that, I she, panicked because I thought, yeah, she did. "Oh no, we're gonna have breakups again," and I wasn't ready to handle that. But it is very clear when Brenda's on the phone with Tim, she's got that tone of voice where she's the "I'm sorry to disappoint you," the like teasing, the, oh, very
0: teasing, flirty.
1: Oh yeah, totally, and. Dylan doesn't mention that his plans are with Brenda. Nope. Another perfect opportunity that he could have said, I actually have plans with my girlfriend. Actually, Brenda, who was the one of the people who saved you. You know her. Do you know what would have been perfect as well? And this showed
0: me that Dylan is trying to keep her separated from his life. Mm-hmm. And keep her just for himself, a little side thing. Because she's struggling about... What is how is she gonna not be tempted to go drink? She can't do this alone. He could have invited her out with the group. Exactly. The group was gonna go do a karaoke for the opening night of the Everybody peach pit karaoke. was
1: gonna be there. The
0: whole crew was gonna be there. That would have been the perfect time to be like, why don't you come with us? It'll be so much fun. We're just gonna
1: be hanging out at the peach pit. That would have been perfect. But did he? I think also no. a part of him was trying to remember that the AA group is supposed to be anonymous. And he wouldn't have a very good other reason to tell everybody how he came back in contact with her.
0: It wouldn't have been that hard. And I don't think most of them would have asked. If he's just like, Oh hey, this is an old friend of mine. You mm-hmm. remember, you know, Sarah we you met her.
1: Dylan does seem to keep his surfing life, his surfer persona of Dylan yeah. the Surfer and who is now the one who's Dylan the surfer going to AA meetings, it seems that there's a part of him he does want to keep keep separated from the rest of the group and from the rest of his life.
0: I think that's going to bite Dylan in the butt in years to come. Probably.
2: It's just not that easy being by myself, you know? Yeah. You can always go to a meeting, you know? Two days in a row? Hey, whatever gets you through the night.
1: So instead of inviting her out with the group, he suggests she go to another meeting. Which, okay, I get it. Totally makes sense. But a big group event at the Peach Pit? Where it's not a place for drinking, Mm. but it's a place for... Socializing. Socializing.
0: And it's not a, you know, going to somebody's house to hang out. It's not just a small intimate group party where he has to explain why he's bringing this person along. She could just show up at the Peach Pit and just be at the Peach Pit. Exactly. But he doesn't. He doesn't. That to me was very, very telling. Mm Mm-hmm. So over the Peach Pit, it is packed. Like Like standing standing remotely. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, guys. What's really weird, it's been so long since Hannah and I have really recorded. We say the same thing in real life all the time. All the time. People look at us like we're crazy. But doing all the microphones on again, so I'm like,
1: whoa. It's like, oh yeah. I forgot
0: we do that. <laughs> Whoops. We notice it way more, but everyone else notices it in real life.
1: Yeah, it, it happens more often than you would think. Pretty sure at Thanksgiving, we said a few things at the same time. And our family just kind of was like, yeah, whatever. Whatever. It's, it's just us, it's mom and Hannah. <laughs>
0: They're used to it. It's pretty funny. Anywho,
1: <laughs> but everybody is excited and packed in for car- the first night of karaoke at the Peach Pit. Yes. Jim takes the <sighs> initiative and decides to step up first. And Jim, then Jim, 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 Jim. I do Jim, really Jim, like Jim. the little montage kind of thing they do. It was a really cute little cutscene. It shows kind of ev- like different pieces of and all the kids of the group and different people who were there all singing the same song that Jim starts with. Yes. But then I couldn't help but
0: think about the realistic aspect of this. So you're telling me that all of these people had to hear the same song eight times?
1: Or did they just all keep passing the mic and they go, Oh, I want to get up there. I want to get up there and just did it within the same song. I don't think so because some of them were singing the same parts of the same
0: song. Like it kept showing it back over again.
1: Well, no, because they like played the song through. Not like the whole song, but it seemed like it was like in sequence of like, oh, I'm singing a part of the song, and then the next part of the song it shows somebody else singing it, and the next part of the song it shows somebody different. It's interesting. I like to hope that maybe they only played it like maybe twice. No, I think it played through like five times. Hmm.
0: I think all these other people had to say her listen to. But then again. There she was just a walking down the street singing do a dee
1: dee. Five
0: times
1: but then everybody else got up there to play their songs they wanted to sing a thousand times oh my gosh you know
0: i remember my karaoke days i cringe at thinking about them
1: karaoke is fun when it's a night at a place like yes. once a week we do karaoke night like the a girlfriend of
0: my back in arizona we would the bar that we had some friends that at had karaoke on Thursdays. That was basically it. Thursday night karaoke. Yeah. It was the night when it was, the bar was the most dead. They didn't have the pool tournaments that night. They didn't have all the other things. It wasn't date night. It was Thursday night. Yes. So the place would be packed with us crazy, soon to be middle-aged moms, (laughs) grabbing the microphone and singing. And so Shannon and I would go every Thursday night when you girls were little. I remember And our Thursdays. husbands would stay home with you children so that we could go out and just cut
1: loose and be weird. I do remember, like distinctly when I was little, I remember Thursday nights were a night when mom wasn't home. I couldn't, it like I never really remembered when I, until we started talking about the karaoke thing, that you were hanging out with Shannon. But I remember those nights of being like, oh yeah, mom is out doing her her mom's night. You know, it's yep. girls' night, and she's going to she's gonna go, and we're home with Dad for the evening. It was always your special night with Dad. Yes. And there were times when your dad
0: was traveling, we didn't go out because he was out of town. So Shannon and I didn't go out. Mm-hmm. But if he was home and in town that week, he would try Thursdays. his best to be home in time for us to go out. And he would put you to bed. It was like a special bonding thing. That, to me, makes sense. But apparently the Peach Pit's plan with Jim is to have karaoke Every time the just, Peach Pit is open.
1: Just have karaoke instead of a jukebox. So we can all see why this is probably not going to go very well. Yeah, very true.
0: So karaoke's done and everybody's leaving for the night. And Brenda and Dylan go back to his place.
2: I can't believe even you got up there. Yeah, I've never seen so many sober people acting stupid stupid my whole life. Listen, I'm hungry. You, uh, you want a sandwich or something? Boy, times sure have changed. What? It used to be we'd walk in here and the first thing on your mind was definitely not food. Oh, well, that is definitely not out of the question. Come here. Oh, wait a minute. Incoming. Well, it can't be that important. I just saw everybody in the world that I know. Hi, it's me, Sarah. I hope it's not too late. But I'm not doing so hot tonight. In fact, I need a drink pretty bad. Call me. Please. Bye. Someone for the program. I figured. It's supposed to be confidential, I'm sorry. Why don't you drive me home? That way you can call her and do what you have to do. Are you sure? Yeah, it's okay so
1: at this point just to clarify i don't think brendan knows who that was other than maybe recognizing the voice i
0: think the voice sounded familiar to her but not she didn't know why
1: she didn't know why yet dylan has not told her that he's
0: met sarah again which again the confidentiality thing but if that was the case
1: why did you go tell brandon like and it's also they're twins Even if you were just going based off of that, you should have told both of them. They both were the ones saving Sarah. You know, it doesn't make any sense why he has not told Brenda that, one, he met Sarah again, and, two, why he hasn't told Sarah that Brenda is his girlfriend.
0: There's a lot of questions unanswered right now. Yes. So back over at Sarah's place now, her ex is passed out, drunk, and Dylan confronts him, kind of wakes him up, kicks him out of it. And tries to kick him out of the apartment. Yeah. She's begging Dylan to stay and it's just a hot mess.
1: And I kind of, I pity Sarah. Yeah. Because I think we've all had friends who are in the dark place. But I think it's hard when you have to acknowledge that you can't always be the savior. Nope. They have to want to be saved or to save themselves. Honestly, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. When you're in that kind of a dark pit, whether it be, you know, addiction or depression, whatever your pit is, you have to be the one to say, I'm going to crawl my way out of this and find myself real help. You can't expect somebody to do the hard work for you. There's no, no magic pill. There's no there's no magic solution. Nope,
0: not at all. Mm-mm. So... She's just really, really worried that her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend is going to come back and she's going to be tempted to drink. And she, again, is still begging Dylan to stay. And the scene changes. We don't quite see what Dylan decides to do yet, but you can see he's thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So then we see Kelly and Brenda jogging. It is the most awkward, weird jogging
1: ever. They're going so slow that I feel like at one point they were properly jogging, but then they started talking and slowed down so much. It was such a slow jog. It was like they're walking, but they're pretending they're jogging while walking. You know what? I've done that jog before when I was in cross country back in high school. (laughs) And we were told, you get to just run wherever you want around town, be back at the school in 60 minutes. And me and my friends would just do the tiniest little jog down the side streets. Oh, my goodness. Just enough so that if the coach or rode her bike You could by, pick up the pace a tad bit, and it wouldn't look like your form had changed. But from a distance, it just looks like you're jogging. Yes. But we see this up close. They're
0: doing this <laughs> slow jog, and it's so awkward. I was laughing crazily. Oh, I'm my like, gosh. You guys look
1: so stupid. But they're talking about yes. the call that Dylan got last night.
0: Brenda's telling Kelly how it just feels it felt so weird like this phone I need you Dylan I need your I need I can't do this and she says it just felt weird that this girl is calling and then she recognized the voice and she
1: realized that it's somebody that she knows and that Dylan knows and that's when she I think
0: she realized at this point who it was
1: and I don't know that she, I can't remember whether or not Brandon told her that he knows about it. I don't, I don't think. I don't remember. I don't think that that ever comes up. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. But she recognizes that it's Sarah and recognizes that this is not just some anonymous person from AA. Yeah, this is somebody he knows. Yes. So
0: over the Walsh's, now keep in mind the beginning of this clip that I'm about to play, Kelly and Brenda were still out jogging and they come in. Yes. So we just get to come in and, though, right away see Jim, who just won't stop singing and annoying everyone. Not even just Cindy is annoyed anymore. Not even Brandon's uh-huh. like, Dad, stop, bro.
2: Ladies, 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 what is all of this? Exercise class and jogging? What are you getting in shape for? <laughs> That's a good question, Brenda. What are we getting in shape for? For ourselves. Did Dylan happen to call while we were out? No, but, uh,. Tim called. He did? He's calling you now? Oh, and there's nothing to tell. Kelly, oh, I'm sure you'll tell Dylan all about it. He left a number. Just ah, who is this Tim character, anyway? Just some guy that I met in exercise class. Mm-hmm. Guy who makes you blush? Brandon. Fear not, young sibling. Well, that's your seal.
1: Brandon is such a good brother. He really is. For several reasons of how he handles this. Mm -hmm. One, Dylan is his best friend. And Brenda is in a committed relationship with his best friend. His twin sister. His twin sister. Not just any other. I mean, they're they're connected. Exactly. And so he's obviously very in tune with that relationship. Yet he's saying, I'm going to keep my lips sealed and not tease you at all. About the fact that another boy is calling you. Yep. A different boy. He's not going to say a word about it, and he's just going to be like, you know what? It's your thing, Brenda. Like, that's that's not how most people would handle that interaction. No,
0: that's very mature, Brandon.
1: I also want to comment on the fact that Tim is going further than just... We conveniently happened to be in the same place. Yeah, yeah, no, this is... He looked her up in the phone book. Yeah, that's Because effort. she never gave him her number. But she told him that her name was Brenda Walsh, so he looked her up in the phone book. Which, I've never had to do that in my life, but I can understand the significance of having to look someone up. Because also the,
0: the awkward feeling of calling somebody who did not give you their number, you looked them up. Mm -hmm. And just the confidence to just call them multiple times. Yeah.
1: Hey, it's me and you know And talk to her family on the phone.
0: Yeah.
1: When it's clear that Brenda's not home. Oh, okay, will you let her know that I called and give her my number? Parents of this girl I'm flirting with who has a boyfriend. Like that is some that is top tier confidence. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. But I just had to comment on how good of a brother Brandon is. Like he's going to let Brenda yes. figure out her own problems and not get in the middle of it. And it it's nice to see that about the Walsh twins because yes.
0: when needed they push into each other's life like mm-hmm. you need to stop this. You're being stupid.
1: But what she's doing isn't technically no. harmful right now. But he's also recognizing like okay
0: I'm jumping ahead because he talks about something later that I just mm-hmm. I was very proud of him. Anyway carrying on in the now. <laughs> so over at Sarah's Dylan is waking up on her couch. She's made him breakfast. He stayed the night. <sighs> mm. So after she made him breakfast, she starts flirting a little bit. And I cut out some of the long silences in this one because otherwise it's really weird on an audio-only podcast. It's awkward. But what you're missing out on is some very intense kissing happening. Yes,
1: yes cute
2: morning. Thanks. Yeah, this isn't a good idea. But why not? Look, you know about the 12 steps, right? Sure, A 12 steps are Google Principles, but your practice is a way of life. You can spell the obsession to drink. Yeah, yeah but then there's the 13th step, and that's when people in the program start fooling around. Well, what's wrong with that? Because you know you're fooling around with someone who doesn't drink. Look, no, no, I look, I know that it's hard for you right now. I know that, but you just can't go getting involved with every guy that's nice to you. I'm not talking about every guy. I'm talking about you. I think you should do it. You're in the programming. You can help me stay sober. You don't even know me. You're surfing, you're sober. What else do I need to know? God, I want to drink so bad. Just forget about one day at a time, okay? Try one hour. Call a sponsor, go to a meeting, or take a walk, anything. Why can't I just have you? I have a girlfriend. Oh. I should have told you sooner. Dylan, I can't do this by myself. So. I'm scared. I'm so scared. I'm scared am I'm scared. I'm gonna slide away. let that happen. I promise. Go to the meeting
0: tonight, okay? I'll be there. A couple things. The codependency.
1: Yes. One, Sarah's very shallow. Oh, yeah. Which, understandable, she's been in a really dark place for a long time. Yes. It's hard to have substance when you don't even know what you want yourself. And she was so young
0: when she started drinking. She never really had a chance to mature and grow. Imagine what Dylan would be like if the Walshes never entered his life.
1: And that's what Sarah is. Mm -hmm. So she thinks that, oh, I can just jump into bed with another guy, start dating someone else as long as he's sober and he'll keep me sober. And that's that's supposed to be her solution. But I think the problem is is that if you are entering – Any kind of a relationship, a friendship, a romantic relationship, anything. And you are seeing this other person as your solution to a problem you have. That's putting too much pressure on a person and the fact that they are also a human with their own flaws, their own problems that they need to fix. Yeah. You should never expect someone else to be doing the fixing. You need to do it yourself and you need to do it through the proper ways by going to, for her, by going to meetings, by talking to a sponsor. Yeah, instead of calling Dylan, she should have called her sponsor. She should have called her sponsor.
0: Her sponsor is more trained and experienced to help her through these moments and, and help know, her learn and grow.
1: Exactly. And you know what? Her sponsor, maybe if she didn't feel safe with her ex-boyfriend leaving that night, her sponsor might have also said, Hey, let's, you know, put you in a hotel. I'll crash on your couch. Yes. That's she the She would sponsor's have still had job.
0: that. But she isn't looking for actual recovery. At this point, she's still just looking for a fix. Yes. And whether that fix is alcohol
1: or the 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 feeling of of a person. Yeah. Yes. I also noticed something listening to the clip this time. Yeah? I wonder if maybe the reason why Dylan didn't mention Brenda this whole time was because maybe a part of his brain felt that it wasn't any of Sarah's business. He was trying to keep himself anonymous.
0: But when she starts flirting with him.
1: Mm-hmm. That's when it ta- it goes too yeah, far. Yeah. he
0: That's the point he needs to be like, stop this. Because there. He, I understand that he has the AA life and he has the rest of his life. But. There's still a line. There's still, it's still the same person. He's still him. Mm-hmm. He's, he can't live a
1: double life. No, you just can't. And I think that. The fact that he tried to find everything possible to tell Sarah why they couldn't be in a relationship until he finally said, I have a girlfriend.
0: Yeah, he waited until after they were kissing.
1: Yeah. Dude. Uh,
0: Okay, my frustration level has grown and the tea that I had earlier has gone through me and I also need a snack. Let's take a break. Let's come back in a better mind space. Yes, we will be back. We'll be right back, guys all right everybody we are back from break we're back (laughs) we had a nice little break i got some more tea because i gotta fill back up again of course i ate some pringles i ate some barbecue lays potato chips i love i like chips they're usually my go-to snack it's a good snack i like the crunch it's got a good crunch but not too much crunch no like i can't do kettle chips jimmy john's chips they're too crunchy. Too crunchy, guys. Don't get me wrong, I like me a Jimmy John sandwich. Mm-hmm. I cannot eat their chips. No, because
1: they're too crunchy. Because they're like, kettle oh, chips. It echoes in my head. And they're what does that say about me? They're also like I feel like they almost like the crunchiness of like kettle chips and the Jimmy Johns, like those hard chips. Yeah. It's almost like they're stale. Yeah. It's is weird. how it feels to me. No disrespect to anybody who likes those kind of chips, but it's not for me. Not for me either. I'll stick to Pringles, thanks.
0: Yep. So then, see, we watched some YouTube content. We talked about some TikTok content.
1: The usual. The usual, yeah. Yep. Yep. And I'm ready to jump back into this. Me because too. Because it is right at the point where this episode kind of starts ramping up with a little bit more of the drama. Yep. Which, as we know, I've been anticipating for a little while. She has been, guys. It's strange. Yes. I I need this drama in my life. Oh, god. I need fake drama so I can ignore real drama in my life. That works. That works. Right?
0: So we left off. Yeah, we were at Sarah's place. We had just... Dylan was a kissing
1: on Sarah. A smooch smooch. And then he finally stopped her. Finally. And finally got around to the point of, I have a girlfriend. Still didn't tell her who her who his girlfriend no, is. No. No, just that he has one. Yeah. Oh, Dylan. You're making yep. mistakes, Not buddy. Not that Brenda's doing much better. Good point. She's taking phone calls from a random guy who looked her up in the phone book. True.
0: So speaking of, Tim over at exercise class, he's there talking to Kelly uh, because Brenda's not there. She went with Dylan to AA. Yes. And so Tim is talking to Kelly about how he's relentless. And he's right. He really is. That's a really good word to describe him.
1: Which, if it was anybody else, and if Tim was, like, one of our characters on the show, I'd be all for it, honestly, because I respect the dedication. Yeah. But I think Kelly here is attempting to discourage him. Yeah, I think Kelly is jealous that he wasn't flirting with her. Normally, she's used to... Okay, Brenda's in a relationship. Everyone who interacts in their circles and at school and stuff all knows that Brenda's in a relationship... So they look next to her and go, oh, Kelly. Not even just that. Even in, in
0: circumstances where there's meeting strangers, I get the feeling Kelly is used to being fawned over. Yes. The beautiful blonde California girl mm-hmm. hanging out with her brown-haired Midwestern girl. Yeah. She's used to getting the attention, and she's not handling it too wonderfully. But he is telling her... That Brenda's not engaged, so in his opinion, she's fair game.
1: I have a lot of feelings about that mindset, but I understand that my perspective is not going to be everybody's. Yeah. Some people do date that way, mm-hmm. where until you're engaged, anyone's fair game. I feel that's wrong. I feel that that's taking it a bit too far, because even a commitment of saying we are in a relationship is still a commitment, and that should be respected. It is. It is. It is.
0: But this was the early 90s. Things were slightly different than those kind of things. Very true. So we go over to the AA meeting, and Brenda is there with
2: Dylan. So, uh, I finally get to meet the much exalted Brenda Walsh. Yep, finally got her to come. You mean you finally asked? I'm Ben. my sponsor. I know who Ben is. Dylan's told me a lot about you. Not as much as he's told me about you. I was afraid of that. Oh, don't worry. Your secrets are safe with me, and a room full of alcoholics. <clears throat> uh, Ben, have you seen Sarah? No. Oh. I'm worried about her, Ben. Listen, you work your program, and let Sarah work hers.
1: Yes, that, all of that,
2: Dylan. Yes, Listen to right your sponsor.
1: There. That. Listen to that. Oh my goodness. I do love. I love Ben. I know we haven't really met Ben yeah, except for a couple seconds here. I don't we do
0: again. I don't remember.
1: But I do, I like his little jabs and I yeah. like him saying, well, your secrets are safe with me and a room full of alcoholics. Well, you know, there's that. I mean, because that was something that I kind of hadn't really fully thought about was the fact that Dylan talks about his problems at AA. Yep. And, and that means- And Brent that, is one of his problems. And Brent is one of his problems. <laughs> or at least is present, or was present for some of the problems. Oh, she's one of his problems. Just accept it. I mean, fair. I mean, she's a girl. We're all a bit problematic. <sighs> yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you ask any husband or boyfriend anywhere, they'd probably say, um, yeah, I would put her on the list of- Potential problems. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Hey Tyler.
0: Um is Hannibal sometimes one of the Problems in your life?
1: (laughs) Probably the main Uh, problem in his life.
0: Is she listening right now? He probably.
1: (laughs) 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 I don't know if he would hesitate. (laughs) Said out of love, but I am 100% a problem sometimes.
0: I don't know though. That man defends you to the end of the earth. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. He's so precious. He's pretty
1: sweet. I like my son in law, okay? I'm pretty fond of him too. I think I'll keep him. You should. Yeah, I know. I've kept him this long. Right? He hasn't ran away yet. (laughs)
0: It's not worth retraining a new one once you get one No, it's not worth it. (laughs) So back over at the Peach Pit, the kids are laughing at a lady who is singing very badly.
1: Yeah, it's somewhere between like out of tune and out of tempo. It's kind of both. Kind of both. And it's just bad. It's
0: just bad. But the kids are just laughing like, oh my goodness, can you believe we're having to listen to this?
1: At this point, they're laughing about it. Yeah, for now. Mm-hmm.
0: So Jim goes up to sing again because mm-hmm. why not? And is this the time when he's singing the same song again that they were singing the other day? No. He doesn't this... sing Wild Thing yet, does he?
1: No, he. I don't think he ever sang Wild Thing. Oh, that's right. That That was somebody else. This is just another song. We're
0: about to hear Wild Thing, though, shortly. Shortly. So Brenda and Dylan arrive at the Peach Pit. But just before they came in, Kelly arrived there. And who did she bring with her? Tim! Yeah. She brought a guest. It was kind of like... I think
1: she was still hoping she could, like, capture his attention... See, I see this as she's trying to test Brenda and see how far will Brenda push this mm, before it think about crosses it. the line. And so, because she shows up and she tells everybody that this is Tim and she almost seems like she wasn't intending to bring him. But then when he <laughs> made it clear he was coming with, she's kind of like, well, I'm going to see how this plays out. I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And just kind that. of folds her hands and just is going to watch the carnage.
0: Oh my goodness. That's and maybe funny. a
1: little bitter part of her, because we know Kelly can be petty. Maybe a little, a little bit, part yeah. of her is hoping that Tim entering Brenda's life may just cause some drama and ruin somebody else's Yeah, because drama is fun to watch as we're sitting here doing a podcast about a dramatic show. <laughs> Anywho. So Dylan, though, is not
0: very impressed by Tim's humor. He's not really impressed by Tim in general. And he doesn't really seem to care all He's that not. Much. Yeah, he's almost like, you can tell he doesn't want
1: to be there. His mind is not on Brenda and his friends at the Peach Pit. His mind is worried about Sarah and why she didn't come to the AA meeting. Dylan, this is the one time you need to be focused on your girlfriend and your friends. Especially when there's another random dude here. When you can clearly
0: tell there's a guy moving in on your territory. But he's just too preoccupied to be concerned. Yep. He, he is. It's just... Ugh. So he goes over to call Sarah. At, what? At the peach pit. What? But there's a dude right here flirting with your girlfriend, openly in front
1: of you. And you know what? I can kind of see where he just... He wasn't present. No, he, he really didn't wasn't. Even, he probably it probably didn't even fully register.
0: So he's over on the phone with Sarah. Cindy comes up to Brenda
1: and Tim... And
0: Brenda introduces, this is my mom. Oh, yeah, that up there, that's my dad. And, yeah, you met my brother Brandon over there. And He's like, well, I get to meet the whole family. Exactly. So, at this point, keep in mind the fact that Tim has now met all of Brenda's friends and family right there. He knows they're all there. Yeah. Then Tim drags Brenda up to sing. He doesn't really have to work too hard, but he does anyways.
1: Yeah. This is when we hear wild Thing." Yes. They His, go up and they're singing Wild Thing. As a duet. And he is very much singing Wild Thing at Brenda. Yes. This she's kind of just reading the karaoke. And she's just, kinda just having singing some fun. karaoke. It'd be, the, see, I think at this point she saw going up and singing karaoke with Tim the same as if she had gone up there with Steve. Yeah. Just a buddy. A guy. Steve or Kelly or David. Just having fun. Yeah. It's yeah. just a friend. A friend you're having fun with. That is not how Tim viewed the moment. No. And it's not how Brenda views the moment for very
0: long. No. So Dylan then very, very aggressively hangs up the phone, like slams the receiver down and not looking happy now because he's seeing Brenda and Tim up
1: there singing wild thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So he waves Brenda off and she immediately drops Tim. Yep. She she does not hesitate. Not a second. No.
0: He waves and she's like, boom, gone and just leaves Tim standing up there holding the mics by himself.
2: I'm sorry, he, he dragged me up there. Let's listen, um, I just tried to get a hold of Sarah. She was really edge last night, but I'm worried about her. I guess she'll go over there and see what's going on. Isn't there anyone else who can go and help her? She's counting on me, Brad. I can't let her down. I'm back. I'd rather be here with you. But just do what you have to do. Brad... Dylan, just go, all right? I understand. Where do you think he's going? I don't know, but it must be pretty important. He's just leaving right there. Listen, if you need a ride, I can take you. That
0: boy was so fast to just swoop right in there. That
1: was within, like, seconds of Dylan getting out the door. Yep. So he says, when asked about Sarah, and is there anybody else who can help her? He doesn't answer her question. Nope. He answers a different question Yeah. that Brenda didn't ask. Mm -mm. He says that she's counting on me. Okay. One, why is she counting on you? Doesn't she have a sponsor of her own? You're not her sponsor. The question was asked, is there anyone else? And the answer should have been, yeah, there are other people. He could have called her sponsor. Yep. He could have called he Ben.
2: He could have
0: called Ben and said, hey, Ben, I don't know Sarah's sponsor's number, but she's having a really rough night. She she's called me. She's not answering her phone. And it's not appropriate for me to go and, and take care of the situation.
1: Could you take care of this? I just need to know she's okay, but mm-hmm. I can't be the one to handle it. That's uh, what he should have done. He did not. He does not. Instead – and I think part of – Brenda's, I think, a little bit torn here because part of but her, I think, her. wants to let him be there for people because she knows that Dylan is a very caring person. He's got a big heart. He's got he really does. has a big does. heart. And he's helping somebody who is in need, who is mm-hmm. in a desperate situation. Inappropriately helping her, though. Yes. And that's where she's uncomfortable is because she doesn't feel it's appropriate, mm-hmm. but she understands that Dylan has already – his mind is on somewhere else – He's already committed to being there for this girl. Yeah. She can't really do anything about that.
0: And at the same time, Brenda has somebody there giving her his undivided attention.
1: He dropped the karaoke mics. The song is still playing.
0: You can hear the song, the karaoke version, playing in the background without lyrics.
1: Yeah, because because, both of them have stepped off the stage. Yep, but
0: the song's still going.
1: With all of her family, all of her friends there. I can give you a ride home. And what do we think Brenda's going to do? After okay, that. What
0: do, first of all, what do we think Brenda should do? No, don't worry about it. My mom's right here. My,
2: my brother's right, right here.
0: My dad's right there. Kelly drove you here. Yeah. Or, like, you came here with Kelly. Yeah, see, Kelly, my best friend, and all. The, see the whole table of people? Those are my best friends. They all could give me a ride. I appreciate the offer, but I'm good. What does Brenda do? Gets a ride from Tim. Yeah.
1: To the house where her family is also going. <sighs> I just... Brenda, Brenda, Brenda. This is, I think, when she did make a choice to Mm -hmm. interact with Tim in a romantic way.
0: But... Almost as retaliation. Yes. I kind of hate to say it this way because they are only dating, so it's okay to say it this way. Mm -hmm. I don't blame her.
1: No, I don't blame her.
0: When Dylan just treated her the way he just treated her, I don't blame her.
1: Flying out the door after she went with him to his AA meeting, Mm -hmm. and then they come to the Peach Pit to spend time with their friends and her family... And then he just leaves to go and check on some random girl. Yep. That isn't her. Speaking of some random girl.
0: Oh, boy. uh, So she is drunk there with her ex. Like drunk. And that's what Dylan walks in on and is trying to figure out how to handle. So,
2: Dylan, I feel like a beer. We're just having a couple ourselves. Yeah, I can see that. I can't believe you gave her a drink. I didn't give her nothing. She was drunk when I got here. Is that true? Is it? Hey, if it's anybody's fault I'm drunk, it's yours. I told you I couldn't do it alone. But you turned your back on me. What was I supposed to do? I told you what to do. You didn't listen to me. No, you didn't listen to me. I think you better go now. Yeah, Mr. Clean. Time to go home. Come with me, Sarah. I'll help you. She's not going anywhere. I think that's up to her, isn't it? I don't think so. No! Come on. Get out. Get out!
1: (sighs) Okay, many things about that clip that I can comment on. The very first one at the beginning there, when Dylan is exasperatedly talking to the ex and, or I guess now, bo- boyfriend again. hmm And saying, I can't believe you gave her a drink. Dylan, he's also an alcoholic. Yep. Like.
0: Who's he, not even trying to be in recovery.
1: No. He's just. He's. That he isn't drinks. a guilt trip for him. No, nope. That's just a statement.
0: Yeah, sure. I gave her a drink, Whatever. Except for he says she was already drunk when I got here.
1: Yes, and then she starts trying to blame Dylan. Ooh, I was mad when she did that. I was so mad, trying to, mm, trying to make him feel like he was in the wrong for having a girlfriend and not being with her. Like he was in the wrong that he didn't swoop in and save, save her. her
0: and make decisions for. Her. It's like you are a big girl; you can make your own choices. Uh huh. And you have
1: absolutely. So then, he's talking to this ex, and this is very much an abusive person. Oh, yeah. Very much so. I mean, for Pete's sake, when Dylan finally says, I think it's up to her whether or not she leaves, correct, I don't think so. Mm. Oh, gotcha. So we're at that level of abusive relationship. Yeah. But when you're in that moment, it just cannot be helped. Uh -uh. In that kind of a situation, there is very little you can do sometimes until that person who is being abused decides they want to change and that's what it takes and just because
0: she went to the aa meeting doesn't mean she has decided to change she went there thinking it was going to be a quick fix
1: so when this boyfriend takes a swing at dylan dylan ducks (laughs) out of the way because the dude's drunk and an idiot yeah
0: dylan the sober guy has his wits together just a little bit more to be able to aim better and And punch the guy yeah but so the big (laughs) you hear that was dylan knocking the guy out and he went up knocked over a table or
1: chairs or something i don't remember i think he fell into a table but then what does sarah do not look at dylan Mm -hmm. like please get me out of here this man is scary had
0: she been sober it probably would have shaken her awake and been like i need to leave i need
1: to get out of here but she had chosen to drink and so her inebriated mind decided, I need to fawn over this man who just got punched. Yes. Oh, you poor thing. And snarl at Dylan to get out. Snarling is a really good way to describe what she did. Because she it very, was like much, very much, her whole face goes almost animalistic of just like, get out. It's like that moment in Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. When Bilbo sees the ring. <laughs> it's like, <"Wah!" laughs> still makes me jump. Every time I watch every time. of the Ring. She went full on Bilbo Baggins in that moment. She did. And that's when Dylan, I think it hits him that this isn't a situation I can fix. Nope. She's not ready to. She does not want to change. No. And he leaves. And my heart was kind of broken for Dylan a little bit. And my heart's broken for Sarah because yeah. as a character, I know that she's going to be stuck in that place for a, probably a long time. Yep. Well, this is the last time we
0: see Sarah in the whole series. So we don't really know we, what happens to no. her after this. I can't remember if she ever comes up in conversation, but she is no longer in the show. So that's... She made her choices. They're bad choices, but she's made them for herself. Yeah. Back over at the Walshes, Chim and Cindy are in their bedroom
1: discussing Brenda and Tim outside talking. Cindy is like frantically and like <laughs> very constantly... Checking the window, checking the blinds, looking outside and fidgeting and trying everything she can to not go
0: to sleep. But Jim Walsh, the man who freaks out at Dylan McKay, who has been, up until this episode, lovingly committed to his daughter. The the young man who has shown her nothing but kindness and love and caring.
1: Jim, who has been treating Dylan... Like, like the enemy. Like the enemy for the longest you're time. You're a
0: corrupt my daughter kind of attitude. Is completely uncaring that she's out there with a college dude.
1: Yeah. While she's in a relationship. So he's currently not condoning Dylan, but, she, but he's condoning yeah. a weird age difference and an underage girl dating an adult. Yeah. And cheating. That doesn't bother
0: him. This episode made me question Jim Walsh as a character. I think that's
1: it's probably just because it wasn't supposed the story wasn't supposed to have them get interrupted, so they had to make Jim not care. I think it's just because it's anybody but Dylan. See, I have a slightly different thought. Okay. I wonder if it's just because maybe he just truly trusts Brenda at this point. Because she has proven herself recently to be a lot more mature. I mean, since, even just look at back since Brandon crashed his car. Yeah. Since he crashed Mondale. Brenda has proved she's gotten a job and managed to stand up to a very mean boss without just quitting and giving up. Yeah. She's been keeping up with all of her school stuff. She hasn't been sneaking around with Dylan.
0: She's been very open and honest. Exactly. Maybe but, just trust her.
1: From a parental
0: perspective, I don't think so. I think he's just kind of like, it's not Dylan. He doesn't like Dylan's dad to this day. He's, there's something about Jack McKay and his history and his past that he still holds against Dylan. And I believe from a dad mindset, he doesn't give a crap. It's anybody in the world who's not Dylan.
1: I don't even know. if Maybe he didn't even think about it being a romantic thing. Maybe they're he just thinks they're just talking. Maybe he just... Guys don't always think about stuff like we do. He might genuinely think that, like... They're just talking. Brenda's in a relationship. Whatever. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll never know what's going on inside Jim's mind. I don't think I want to. (laughs) But then Brenda kisses Tim. We pan down Mm -hmm. and see them have a conversation and she kisses him. She immediately feels guilty. She
0: stops it. And he tells her that he really likes her. But it's just like,
1: she's like, "I, I, I have things to think about. And she, but she does tell him that she'll think on it. Mm -hmm.
0: So the next morning, Brandon is checking on Brenda before school because he's ready for school and she's still under the covers in her bedroom. And they have one of those lovely little Walsh twin powwows in her room. And she's really honest about last night.
1: I love the sibling powwows. And I think Brandon needed one at this moment.
0: And I have so much to say about this conversation, but let's listen to it first. I kissed
2: him. Tim? He drove me home, and we were outside talking, and it happened. Oh, it was just a kiss, Brenda. No, it wasn't. It was an awesome kiss. Still, it was just a kiss. Then why do I feel so guilty? You know, Bren, I think we're supposed to kiss a few different people before we settle down with one person for the rest of our lives. I know. I was just so sure that Dylan and I were meant for each other. Well, maybe you are, and maybe you aren't. Just why did I do it? What's wrong with me? I liked it. I liked him. Brent, I think that's called
0: being a human being. Oh my goodness. Again, that moment of Brandon is such a good brother. Yeah. Because oh, this is a point he very realistically could have and probably should have been a little more like, um, you did what? Probably could have guilted her a lot more about what oh, she did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like What about Dylan? Are you going to tell him? That's just horrible. But no. What does he do? He comforts her. He's kind to her. I think you're supposed to kiss more than one person before you settle down. Such a a sweet moment when we see Brandon truthfully telling her that because in a way he's right.
1: Yeah. I mean, he makes a very good point. Mm -hmm. It is perfectly human when you are in a relationship that sometimes there are going to be people who flirt with you. Somebody might catch your eye at some point. It's possible. It happens. That's... But then it's the point where when you're presented with the opportunity of whether to go with new person or stay with old person, your feelings on that situation are what matters. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think Brandon telling her that you're just human. Yeah. It's perfectly it's normal. It's normal
0: to feel the things you're feeling. How you deal with it from this point on,
1: that's what sets your character. Exactly. And I'm sure that the conversation probably went on after the screen. We just didn't see it. We just didn't see it. But I think that the fact that Brenda feels guilty about kissing Tim Mm -hmm. shows where her commitment lies still. Agreed. So that doesn't quite
0: wrap up the Tim storyline, but it wraps up the Tim and Brenda storyline. Yes, So back over the Peach Pit, it is nearly empty. There's one old dude up singing (laughs) very sad, lonely, drunk-sounding song, even though it's the Peach Pit and there's no alcohol there. Yeah. The group is telling Brandon they're going to boycott the pit. They cannot take this anymore. It doesn't feel like the pit is theirs anymore. And they've elected Brandon to go and tell Nat. Sensible.
2: Nat, uh, we we'll got a little problem. What is it? It's the karaoke. I mean, it's fun and everything, but the pitch isn't the same. Uh, aren't the people aren't the same. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> I'm glad they came along. I My friends are saying they're going to boycott unless we do something. But all well, right, right, Brenda. Karaoke's great, with peach pit's pit, a juke joint. Always was, always will be. And what about the money? Kids are the lifeblood of this place. Always oh, say my breads, buttered. Oh, well, glad you say that. Ah, but you have to do me a favor. Anything is, I can get Julio to shut up. <laughs> Break the news to your dad.
0: I
1: love that we can
0: oh. hear the crazy guy singing in the background.
1: I forgot that we could hear him. <laughs>
0: When we started playing that, Hannah was about to die of laughter. I thought it for a second. Oh my I'm gosh. like, "This is great." Oh the my I love all. Oh. I'm like, "Oh, this old guy up there singing," oh. and the pit is so empty.
1: <laughs> it's just like it's the teenagers, town. one dude sitting at the counter, and then the workers, uh-huh. <laughs> and then Julio up on the stage. Oh <laughs> but Nat. Oh, you kids are the lifeblood of this place.
0: I know what side my bread is buttered on. I'm like,
2: oh, yeah,
0: you do. Because he's right. These kids in general, not just like this group of kids, but the kids in general is why the Peach Pit is what it is.
1: I mean, it's why they're successful. Think of any like think of any small town business that you've ever seen pop up anywhere. Mm -hmm. That's a little mom and pop shop of any kind. If you can't keep your regular customers happy or the people who start off as your regulars, Mm -hmm. if they aren't happy with your business, then your business isn't going to survive. Nope. And so for Nat, yeah, sure, maybe karaoke night might technically bring in some more money. But when you have a batch of teenagers that are coming in so often, they're buying food and putting money in the jukebox, that's where his heart is at. So this is going to be the
0: point where I go back to that conversation we had in part one mm-hmm. where I was talking about back Karaoke my karaoke days. Back my day. The one thing that Nat could have done is find the one night of the week that the pit is the most dead. Yeah. Thursday nights, Tuesday nights, whenever it is. The one night where hardly anyone comes to the pit that night. Right. And make that your karaoke night. So then your Jim Walsh's and your Julio's <laughs> can come and sing to their heart's content and the kids will be like, peace, we're not coming over tonight. We won't be there Thursdays. But then the other six days of the week, it'll be filled with your regulars because they know I can go there tonight and I don't have to deal with Julio and Jim Walsh.
1: Yes. Although I do have to say, it looked like the setup for the whole karaoke deal was a little bit more of a setup than what we're probably used to these days. Yeah, for karaoke. the old schools were a little big. It was a big machine, and it almost had like a stage with it and stuff. Yeah, like it fully had like a setup, and you're not going to leave that there for you valid know six point. days a week to not be used when that's a space that could be used for a table.
0: Okay, valid point. So, so we end this part of the episode with. Karaoke is gone.
1: Bye, karaoke. Bye, Felicia.
0: And then we go back to the exercise class. Brenda does tell Tim that she doesn't want to go out with a lot of guys. She's committed to Dylan. She likes the one that she has. And I thought that was just really a very good conversation. Yeah. Because this was the point when he realizes, oh, he was just going through some stuff. And he tells her that, you know, he wanted to believe that, her boyfriend wasn't a good guy and didn't really care about her because he wasn't showing that at the time. Right. And he didn't understand the behind the scenes stuff, that there was a friend in trouble that he Mm -hmm. was focusing on. Right. And he
1: kind of made it sound like, oh, okay, I respect that. And honestly, I think seeing how committed Brenda was to this guy probably Mm -hmm. helped him go, all right, well, if this awesome girl is as committed to this guy as she is, then he's probably a decent
0: enough guy. But then the funniest thing happens. The exercise class is done. Everybody's getting ready to leave. Kelly is starting to walk out the door. And who walks up next to her but Tim Matthews. Yes.
1: And he's kind of talking at first about the whole Brenda thing. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, that's over. She yep. dumped
0: me. It's I'm not, I am not can't. That's not that. a thing.
1: And then he kind of looks at her and goes, are you single? Do you have a boyfriend? And she goes, have been this whole time. And then they kind of do a playful little like hi tim matthews kelly and taylor <laughs> it was
0: pretty cute it was really cute
1: so maybe kelly and tim are a thing off screen maybe i don't think we
0: see tim matthews again i don't think she probably at least went on one date with him knowing kelly knowing kelly. at least once
1: <laughs> the next scene that we cut to is takes place at dylan's house
0: brenda and dylan are sitting next to each other on the couch they're kind of stiff but uncomfortable like you can tell there's some serious conversations happening. There's some good happening. tension happening. Yeah. See, so these two people who have entered their lives and their relationship in this last week. And kind of thrown things off track a little bit. Very much so. They've really shook things up, haven't they?
1: And Oof. now Brenda and Dylan are kind of finally talking about it.
0: Yeah. I really like this conversation. Mm-hmm. It's very deep. It's
2: strange. You know what I mean? I know the drill. You can't save someone who doesn't want to be saved. Hellbren for a long time. I was that person. But when they're right there in front of you, drowning... It can break your heart. I know. Listen, I'm sorry I disappeared on you last night. Okay, I did a little drifting myself. Do I need to worry about this guy? No, not anymore. Dylan, I kissed him. I'm sorry, I feel terrible. I mean, maybe... I'm telling you, it just so I felt better. I don't know. It happens. Did it happened to you? Yeah. What's happening to us? I don't know. I wonder what it's like when you're married 20 years and somebody else catches your eye. I guess if you're in love, you're flattered. And you look the other way. I don't want something like this
0: to break us up, huh, Brad. Neither do I. We're going to be okay. Yeah, we are. So they go from being, like, very much borderline... Old and Dylan would have been fighting. Yeah. But new Brenda Dillon's just sitting there next to each other uncomfortably trying to have this mature conversation to acceptance and loving.
1: Yeah, because it is a hard situation to navigate. And I think that they reach a good point at the end there Mm
0: -hmm. when
1: Dylan is acknowledging that no fight, something like this is not worth us breaking up. I don't want something like this to tear us apart. They're more concerned about the commitment they have to each other than the problem that they're having. Yeah, which is really good, which is really, really good. Really healthy.
0: So that's how we wrap up the Dylan and Brenda saga for this episode. Yes. We only have one more little loose thread we've got to wrap (laughs) up. And you just can't help but laugh when you think of this one.
1: Jim, Sitting there at his keyboard. Yes, because with no more karaoke machine at the Peach Pit... Jim still wants to have his jam out sessions. So, Cindy apparently must have gotten him a pair of good headphones. Because mm-hmm. he's got them planted on his ears. Can't hear a thing. And except it's those for his nice, music. big, old school, big
0: oh, ones. Oh, yeah. The ones that we now start using again because they're once again cool.
1: Noise canceling, yes.
0: Yeah, but now they're Bluetooth. Back then, they had a nice little cord not attached not to all. them. not all of them are Bluetooth.
1: Some of them are. Some of them are. But not all of them. Mine are. And he's sitting there. You can't hear the keyboard either. Other than just the... Slam. The... Yeah. Wild thing! And he is singing his heart out to oh wild things. Goodness. Meanwhile, Cindy and Brandon are just kind of watching him from the doorway going, Is he gonna be okay?
0: <laughs> it was pretty amusing.
1: It was pretty funny. And that is how this episode wraps up. Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. I, I really liked this one. At first, Me too. I at first I didn't. No, she guys, she did not like this one at first. I did not when I first watched it. Mm-mm. But in all honesty, after <laughs> I can't help but have my rating change from watching it, recording it, and now recording it a second time.
0: Yes, we've now gone through step by step, play by play of this entire episode twice, guys. Twice now, and I watched this episode two or three times.
1: Yeah, because you had to make notes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I watched it just for pleasure. I watched it to take notes and then I took
1: clip, pulled clips. Yeah. So, we know this episode quite well. Yes, and even though it's been a while. And I've grown to really enjoy this one. Me it's, too. It's got a good balance between those lighthearted moments with the stuff going on with the peach pit mm-hmm. and that heavy drama with Dylan and Brenda. You know, yeah. especially with the serious topic of what's going on with Sarah you know right. that's a bit of a hard thing to deal with and the show always we we know them so well by this point. they handle those serious topics very they do well. they do and there's more to come oh i'm sure <laughs>
0: so quick give me your uh, obviously we know we've both liked the episode mm-hmm. what do you rate this episode
1: how many peaches i give this one eight peaches nice yes it's not like the best of the best but it's up there pretty good it's, I, yeah it's a good one yeah what about you mom
0: i'm actually exactly the same again Oh. Eight peaches for me, it's it's really good, but not like the best of the best. Yeah. Yeah. We're in agreement this week. We sure are. All right. Okay, guys, so here's the thing. The teaser clip for next week, normally we would be getting a true raw reaction from Miss Hannibal over here. Yeah. But now <clears throat> she's already seen the episode. I've guys. already seen
1: the episode. We already watched on to the next because one. Because we
0: recorded, she heard the teaser, and then we watched the episode. And then we had the recording not saved properly, apparently. Yeah. And it glitched out on us. We love so that. So I'm still going to play it just to remind us and get our minds in the right place to know our next episode that we're recording. Yes. We're going to need to rewatch it again. And I just let everybody
1: again. know, like, what I seem to remember my initial reactions being.
2: Dan, you made your point. If there's nothing more to say, there's nothing more to say. Brandon, you're not being Fair. Fair. Dad, you tear in the peach but you might as well rip out Nat's heart. This has got nothing to do with fair. Brandon, you're getting a little carried away here. How could you not tell me about this? I only found out about it a half hour before you did. The address is all over the plans. I never put it together. Brandon, how's Dad supposed to know the address to the peach bed? Thank you. At least one of my children is willing to give me the benefit of the doubt. How can I give you the benefit of the doubt when you put a gag order on it? That's not what I said. What I said is do not discuss this with Nat until I had a chance to talk to Art Peters first. In other words, I have to sell Nat out so you can cover your butt. Brandon, you apologize to your father right now. I'm sorry. You know, I do have some influence with these people. But it's not going to do any good if they find out my son gave confidential information to someone they may be in negotiations with. Dad, you're talking like I'm some kind of industrial spy. Brandon, millions of dollars are riding on this, not to mention my reputation. But, Dad, we're talking about net. This is not a request, Brandon. Fine. Good night.
1: So, now that I'm hearing it again, I do remember when I first heard this, I was just in instant panic over uh-huh. what are they doing to the Peach Pit? How dare they? And they can't do anything to the Peach Pit. Guys, she said like three times in a row, they can't do anything in the Peach Pit. They
0: can't can't do anything. They they can't take away the Peach Pit. What's going on in the Peach Pit? Yeah. Over and
1: over. And then I think at one point I remember mentioning, we named our podcast after this place. They can't get rid of
0: it. (laughs) Thank you. I was so hoping you were going to go there again. It was pretty funny, guys. So the next episode we're going to be discussing is called The Pit and And the the pendulum. Pendulum. So, guys, we're gonna get out of here because we gotta figure out our life plan of whose <laughs> schedule is doing what for so the we next can, week or two. So we can record the next one. I think we need to rewatch it together I again. Think so it's been a while. It's been a while. Mm. Well, you guys, I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving. And we are entering my
1: favorite time of year. It's Christmas, Christmas. time, guys! It's Christmas! I love Christmas time, guys. Yeah. I've been playing Christmas music at work for two weeks now right so much fun oh yeah we'll see you guys next time right here on
0: back to the peach pit Pit. thanks to pixabay.com for their royalty free music where we found our theme song by the caffeine creek band
1: hey guys like to take this opportunity and remind you where you can find us online on facebook twitter and instagram we are back to the peach pit And if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate some rate and reviews from you guys because those help other listeners to find us. So we greatly appreciate that. And we look forward to hearing your thoughts on this week's episode.